Blog Talk Radio. You got to shake it.
Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hello, It is the Empress. I hope that you can hear me well. I have a new headset, and you know what? I'm not liking it at all because it gets stuck in my hair curls, and I like for my hands to be free, and I like for my hair to be free. And I'm laughing right now on the inside because I'm trying to get ready for tonight's show, and what happens is one of my girlfriends decides to post something extremely (laughs) funny. She's begging guys to take care of their feet. You know, tonight's show is about choosing a mate. You know, who is the right mate? Who is the person for you? Uh, Creating a mate is what I named it. But when I think about it, everybody has particulars about what they like and what they don't like. And for me, you know, feet is not a big, big, big thing. Well, kind of sort of not, I guess. I, I mean, your feet are like shoes to me. Like, and I'm a female. I don't have to have a thousand, hundred thousand pair of shoes. Matter of fact, I'm not your typical female wanting to go shopping all the time. I absolutely hate it. It's not one of my priority things that I have to do. But with regard to relationships, you know, there are some things that women and men are saying the both. I'm saying the same things and still people are not getting it out. Men say it. Women say it. We're screaming it to the rooftops about trying to find that special someone. And we're also at the same time, I think, saying that we are in the place of being available and ready for a mate. And I'm not sure that we're really saying things that are fully truthful. I'm also not so sure that sometimes we're not being truly forthcoming with what we're looking for because we don't really say those things. Now, that may not be true for you, and I cannot speak for the masses. And, you know, I got in trouble this week all week. Uh, It is Thursday. I've been in trouble since probably last Thursday with being accused of being very harsh with my guests to apologizing to those guests to try to explain myself to other guests. And, I, you know, I can only do <laughs> I can only do me. Um, the beginning of the week started off. I said, you know what, I think I might just um, quit the whole blog thingy 
because uh, I've been uh, thinking about syndication. I've been thinking about going in with someone else because I think at a certain point, you have to compromise to who you are to an extent, even in the professional world. Um, and in doing this show, I was having that, com- that very conversation with someone, someone who had expressed their desires to know me better, want to know me in a way that to me seemed very intimate, very personable, very much more than just the casual happening. So, I, you know, I can only do things the way that I can do them, and in my doing, what I do is what I know. And I think we're all little summations of what we've experienced, what we know for sure, what we kind of guess about, what we haven't tried, and we end up doing things that best serves ourselves. Where in relationships, sometimes I think that opposite is is the case. Now, one of the ways that I got in trouble this week is that uh, yesterday uh, was not National Daughters Day. Okay, it was not National Daughters Day, but I knew that one particular blogger was trying to see how much of the internet we could feel with the actual false holiday. Now, national uh, siblings, there's there's so many different days that I don't even know that it's technically not a day because I think you can kind of pick one out. You can just decide what you're going to do. And people are like, okay, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to call it, and that's what it is. Well, actually, by my little short research, yeah, to, yesterday was not National Daughters Day. It was actually a day that set aside but nothing. It was just the twenty third. Okay, it was just the twenty third. The National Daughters Day is actually August the eleventh. Now, August the eleventh is a day that I'm not going to celebrate, no way, shape, or form, and that's a whole another story, a whole another show. But that particular date was set aside yesterday just to experiment and see how many people would just follow the trend, just trust what you saw, trust what people said, and follow suit. And I did it myself. I, I, I knew that yesterday was not actually, I thought about saying, now this is kind of misleading. This is kind of not being truthful. This is kind of putting people in a place where they're trusting that what I'm saying is the truth. And it, I know that it's absolutely not the truth. So I was being kind of deceitful, a little bit of all of the above. And yeah, lots of people follow the trend. I don't know if they followed it because of me. My sister actually admitted that she did. She posted a, a picture of her and her daughter because it was, uh, she said she saw what I had done. Now, instead of it being just like a funny and a learning that you should always do your own research, some people turn it into something really, really weird, like you're just dumb and you're sheep and they wanted to say all this crazy stuff about you. And it made me want to even delve even further into relationships. And I had had very calm relationships with people. I've never had dramatic relationships with people, as a matter of fact. I've been called a dramatic person, but I'm just very consuming with what I do. I do all of what I do to the extreme, whatever it is, and especially if I care about you. So I do go kind of out, out, out on a limb sometimes, and I know it. I'm willing to share myself with people that I care about in that uh, aspect. But the same thing is true about relationships that you are in pursuit of. Uh, one of the videos that I had shared was I shared so many this week. Uh, it was kind of amazing how they started to fall in. One was of this little Asian girl. Little girl, she couldn't have been any more than like maybe six or seven, maybe seven. Her parents are divorcing. And she was absolutely articulate about what she had to say about them obviously not getting along after the divorce. 
And she said in so many words, I need you to find the ability to uh, get along with each other for yourselves and for the rest of your lives and to bring your loud disagreements and upsetness and sadness to such a low. Uh, and she kept saying, I'm not trying to be a bully. <laughs> it was so, so, so cute. And it made me want to say, you know what, maybe I need to embrace other types of relationships in my life the same way. And so because this suitor had, you know, uh, expressed wanting to know me better, I felt like he was trying to embark into a different line of relationship side of being a friend, that he wanted to have more. So there's certain things that I got to know if I'm even going to continue. And, and, and I will admit this. All of my male friends are hot. Like, they all are cute. Like, that's a rule that you should not, you should not have a, a, a bandwagon of very attractive, very available men in your life if you're an available person looking or if you're a person who's probably going to want to have a relationship or whatever. But I look around, and every damn one of my friends are, like, hot to death. You know, if they're single, they're not just single, they're stupid single and funny and nice and kind. And so I didn't even see this coming. It comes into my world. And so I asked some of the basic questions that go along with knowing the person that you may actually anticipate on having some level of relationship with. And I didn't really know the rules, but I knew that I needed to say things in a way that were very clear, you know, kind of blunt, not necessarily having to creep around the corners to see, because this is a friend. This is somebody I already know. So I didn't think it would be a problem just to ask him if he was gay or to ask him if he ever had any gay tendencies, if he's ever had any situations with a gay person. And it just really turned sour, and it hurt me because I think I hurt him. Um, and I think I hurt him because of two things. I think I may have misstated my intention just being uncautious, not being um, cautious to what I needed to know uh, being asked in a way that was at least respectful, because I think we kind of lay ourselves down with our friends and we do some stuff and say some that are not necessarily the right way. We go out on a limb for strangers. We do some extra stuff for some people who don't matter, but, oh, my God, what you talking about? Am I gay? And it, it, it pissed him off, and he had some very hurtful things to say, and it, you know, and I understood it, and because we're friends, because we have that basic relationship, I now know that this person is supposed to be in that line of relationship with me because, you know, it's just that's just the way it's supposed to be. Like every person that you encounter in your life is not supposed to be your lover, the love of your life, like the end all of what you're looking for. But aside from that happening, the whole friend zone issue coming up, I posted another thread, and this one was on Tuesday, and this one was, like, really peculiar to me because I was, I'm not going to even say I was shocked. I knew the potential for this thread and what would happen with it, so I wasn't being deceitful when all I did was post a picture that simply said, why are so many strong black women single? And it went to 93, 98 hits. Um, very long dissertations for, from different people. And, again, a lot of the people on my threads and on my feeds and on my blog are people that I have at least interacted with enough to trust that their opinion isn't just fluff. It's what they actually have to say. And um, sometimes I can 
admit that I do poke a little bit just to see what someone's reaction is going to be, what someone's position is going to be. But, of course, there's a picture of a strong black woman, a black woman with showing her arm, arm really, I guess, to simulate strength. But a lot of the men felt like being too strong is one of the reasons why those strong women are single. And I personally feel like that there are a lot of things that strong black women can offer. First of all, it's not an advertisement that we don't need you. And a lot of that was kind of sort of talked through on the thread, Um, trying to get exactly to the thread, because I don't like to misquote people because that, too, is important. Because what I mean, if it's different from what is said, the intention changes, everything about that changes, and I think that's one of the things and one of the reasons why I am sometimes misunderstood is because uh, if I understand my intent and I don't convey that to the next person, then it won't happen. Like one of my faithful hater uh, Facebook friends, he's always on these types of threads, and I knew he would answer to this one. And, of course, he did, but before he could go any further, he shut it down because I, I simply just said, you know, you know, this, this is for the show. This is not me personally, so just be candid. It changed the entire tone of things. It made him feel, I think, a lot more open to having comment, but, of course, he didn't say anything. So just so that I can read a few of the dissertations and a couple of the guys, which I wasn't even surprised either, um, and I say that because I think that there is a general ideal type of thinking that goes along with subjects like that. When you say strong black woman to strong black men or just men of black heritage in, in general, you get some of the same types of responses. And I think it is the reason as to why there are so many strong black men as well as strong black women uh, single. But I just asked that question, and I really didn't even preface it a whole lot. All I said was I posted the picture. The picture itself said, why are you, Why are so many strong black women single? Some of the guys had uh, things to say like this. Uh, there are men who are single too. There are weak ones who are single, but they don't want anything more out of life. So the issue may not be singleness as much as it may be why are strong black women so devastated by being um, single? Um, other, that that was like one that I didn't see coming. Um, one guy said, we men and women must do a lot better and stop being so selfish and materialistic and learn that we're different and start learning to build one another up instead of down. Then I had a couple of friends who said that a man should not have to feel like the king He should be her king. When you know that you are or have something, you don't have to speak on it, others will. For example, you don't walk around speaking your name, others call your name and you answer. And a lot of co-signage went to him on that. A female opinion said this, and of course, I do understand that women have opinion, but one of the later uh, uh, answers back, I want to read that uh, after this one, but one of my girlfriends said, let me give my opinion on this. And keep in mind, it's only, it is only an opinion. 
A strong woman does not set out to prove her strength. It comes naturally. It is my belief through experience, of course, that once a man can accept her for who she is, she is more likely to know and carry her place. I know who I am, and I have no problem being submissive. But you're going to have to know who I am as well. Accept me for my strength before I can help you build from your weakness. Keep focused on strong black women and not as black woman. Um, a lot of the men had um, a co-signage to one of my classmates, and I'm going to get to his particular perspective because everybody has one, and I'm respectful to them all. I don't have to agree with them all. And in some instances, I totally agree, but it makes for very little learning if you don't introduce opposite thought. And that's just the truth in anything. If we were all on the same page, we wouldn't have some of the issues that we have. And in this particular case, people who are single are wanting to be in relationship, both men and women, who are obviously still in that place. And the, the my favorite, favorite answer was not this particular answer. And I, I guess uh, I shouldn't read it, but I'm just going to say it was Willie Hunt. Willie Hunt is uh, went to school with me as well, and he had a beautiful explanation to it because um, I know that there are so many people who have this perspective, but they would prefer to stay without saying such because there is an air that men who have his perspective are in some way, shape, or form weak, which is so not the freaking truth. But I'll read his last, maybe at the end of the show before we open up the lines. But my classmate who did have something to say, and it keeps disappearing. I don't know if he's doing this or not. I'm going to read it this time when I get to it because it keeps going away. And this came from my classmate who had this to say. And, again, he had multiple people co-sign his. He said, that this post is silly as hell. I say that because women who set out to prove they are strong and independent get exactly what they want. That's alone and independent. And that's what you want. Now, in saying that, if you want a mate, then sometimes you have to humble yourself and let a man be a man. That doesn't mean you have to be subservient or anything like that. People that are Christians understand that God put man here to lead and provide for his family. Now, if you have chosen a man that can't do God's will, that's your problem. But what's ironic is you never see a woman that's got a great man and family in these kind of discussions. You only see women that are bitter and independent in these discussions. No woman should sacrifice being a woman for no man but understand what God intended woman to be. He got the majority of the likes on that. Now, before I go any further, I want to go ahead and give the disclaimer because it's on my page so I can read what I want to read. Um, that's not with an attitude. That's just the fact. I needed to be able to get that out because I don't want people to think just because I don't agree with it, I wouldn't share it. And that is not the point of the empire. The empire is here so that people can have their opinions Stick by those opinions, explain those opinions, and even if they differ from mine personally, it's important to share, okay? It's important for me to hear those, and it's also important for other people to be able to weigh those into their, their lives because obviously it weighted to at least six people, 
and in inboxes to 10 other persons who didn't want to um, like it, but it said enough that people were willing to. Even a couple of people on the thread just said and gave high fives to Jack for what he had to post, even though I don't agree. Now, that's fine. Not saying that I'm right all the time, but uh, that was his opinion. And I want to open up the lines for those of you who are already on hold. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. Once you hear the last four digits of your phone number that you're calling from, that means that I can hear you and you should be able to hear me. I will open first the line 5174. Are you there and can you hear me? Yes, this is Florence D. Adams, a.k.a. Mr. L. Oh, you already know I got to give you a applause, Mr. L. Mr. Lawrence, Mr. Lawrence yes. Adams, I'm sure you saw the thread. I'm sure you have an opinion that is weighted and um, may or may not agree with whether or not um, the reason for black women who are strong being single is because of their strongness. Do you agree or disagree or what have you to weigh in on that? It's, oh, wow, that's a weighted question. But to answer, to give a a little backdrop on it, because I, I listened to everything you just said, I think the reason why some black women, and I'm using some black women are single, is because of independence, because of being independent. And mm-hmm. why some strong, we put strong black women are independent, because I think every, when a woman tries to match her strength with a man, it automatically creates mm-hmm. a dynamic where there's no attraction between the two. But when mm-hmm. a woman stands on her strength as a woman and she allows the man to stand on her strength as a man, there's a magnetic thing that happens and there's attraction between the two. So the problem we mm-hmm. see in the black, you see with black, to the black man and the black woman is sometimes some black women try to stand in the shoes of a, or the strength of a black man, I don't need you, but you do. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens is it automatically becomes a turn up to a man because now he's dealing with his own energy. Mm-hmm. And I, I do definitely get that. But how, and I'm not I'm not challenging your position. I respect your position, I'm, but I'm asking you. don't bother me. This. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Bring it. I, 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 I know. I I know, I know you, and but the thing is, is I do want to make it clear that I'm not just trying to be argumentative, but I am, I first of all, I personally disagree with his position, with what he had to say. Um, mm-hmm. For one, uh, it spoke of her necessity to have to be humble to a man just simply because she's woman, for one. And then it almost suggested exactly what you made mention of, which was, that it somehow is of competition of strength with regard to man, when there's no mention of that at all other than her being strong. Does strong automatically equal I'm replacing a man to men when they hear women say that? Yes, because of that automatically is um, – that's the first thing the men think. Okay, you're talking about strength, and you it's going to automatically. I'm thinking you're talking about let's compete. 
because we we deal in a we deal in an area where we constantly competing against each other, the world, and things like that. So when I hear strength, I'm thinking you're talking about the masculine strength versus the feminine strength. And so when you say that, immediately without thinking, we automatically go into that place. Was okay. it right? Okay. It's, it's not right. It's not right. Is it unfair? Because now we have a whole gap of women who are now single because of that misconception, because of the lack of communication. Okay, so do you, thirdly, and then I'm going to go to another call, and please stay with us if you can. Do you think, then, that his statement that this is a conversation that happily married, uh, uh, non-strong, quote-unquote strong women would dare to conversate in because that's hard for me to believe that that part of his uh, answer is true. Do you believe that part? I, I do not believe that. And I don't believe that at all. I'm, 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 I think I pointed it on my page today. When a man steps up and be a man and be strong who he is, there's, there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's really nothing else to be said. Automatically, mm-hmm. the man automatically becomes the automatic, the automatically fits. There's no competition strip because he's in his right place. So a lot of times mm-hmm. we have a lot of men who are weak, who are not in their right place, mm-hmm. and so they begin to whine and cry because they don't know how to deal with a woman. That's just, mm-hmm. that's just the real. That's the real. So we have a lot of guys who, who don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go to our next call at 9124-9124. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, did you have a position on our topic so far? And we're going to blend this into our creative mate because I think it's important to understand the differences that are just maybe not as apparent. We both, we all know that there's obvious differences between communication styles and ways and love languages and all of that other stuff. But this was just a post of a picture that simply stated or actually asked the question, why are so many strong black women single. Do you have an answer to that, or did you have any answer uh, to what you've heard so far? First of all, I really, I really don't agree with that saying that. I think it's a lot more reasons that a lot of uh, strong black women are single, other than you know them being independent and strong. First of all, um, a woman's strength. Is understood. I mean, there's no man on this earth that didn't come through a woman. And mm-hmm. I think if if you have a woman that feels the need to flex her muscles and wear her strength on her sleeve, uh, she may need to understand if she does want a man. You know, it's like a team. You know, you got you can have a basketball team. Michael Jordan was great, but he had to have somebody on his team that could fill other roles as well. So when you get with a woman in a marriage or a relationship, if you guys are going to be a team, you can't compete with each other on who's the strongest. Both of you have to complement each other. But as far as a woman being strong, I think a lot of guys may be intimidated by that, depending on what kind of woman they were raised with. You know, I watched Mm -hmm. my mother do a lot of things independently, and so it doesn't surprise me or, or bother me if I meet a woman that is independent. But like the last guy said, if you need to flex your muscles and wear your strength, no man wants to be married to another man or a woman that's trying to be a man. You know, your strength is understood. 
you can be humble, you can be submissive and all these other things, but everybody knows who runs that household. Your strength doesn't have to be shown all the time. But for a man, if he's raised to be a man, he wants to be the provider. He wants to be, if somebody kick your door down, he's going to be the one who's helping and kicking your door down. You know, even though I know you could do all these things on your own, but, you know, it helps if a woman can not just be submissive all the time, but understand there's roles to be played. So every man wants his woman to be strong, but at the same time, he wants it to be understood that you don't have to be like that. You don't have to flex your muscle. Your strength is understood. It's interesting to hear um, when there is a, when you can actually hear it for one thing, but the other thing is is when um, the option to have woman that is strong versus woman that is not strong, I mean, because those are just opposites. I don't, I don't know that any of the men who co-signed, I tried desperately. I tried to ask some of the guys who was like, yeah, he hit it right on the nail. I went on the inbox and I tried to make conversation with these guys and very little articulation passed. Just reread. I totally agree with what every word he said. I tried to get some more detail because I think that it is uh, insinuated whether or not it's written or not that there are some parts of women that men do not appreciate being strong. And I don't know if that's in direct uh, indirect, uh, threat of their manness. I don't, I'm not sure that it is, but of course I try to save my personal opinion and we're going to try to pull this into our tonight's topic, which is creative made because there's some things that I had to learn and that I think a lot of people need to learn with regard to relationship building period, and I think it only can be magnified, probably specified to the individual group of people who are trying to have a closer relationship um, on a deeper level, but it's the same basic things. Um, uh, Next caller, 9250, are you there and can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so we got some femininity in the room. Now, we're talking about this post that all I posted was a picture of a black woman who said, who, whose caption was, why are so many strong black women single? And overwhelmingly, the majority of men agreed with an opinion, was, which was to be more humble, understand your place, and um, women who are happily married and who have a man would probably not participate in this discussion. Now, first of all, are you married, single? Just because we have a woman, I just would like to explore that position. Yes, I'm married. Um, been married okay. for almost well, next year be ten years. Um, mm-hmm. And to answer the question, I kind of is mm-hmm. I kind of agree with what the guys are saying that sometimes um, women don't understand their places. And and I can only speak from experience. In my marriage, that was something that I had to understand. Because growing Mm -hmm. up, I was raised by my mom, who was a very strong woman. So she raised Mm -hmm. me to be strong because she had to be strong in her household. So in her Okay, so what does that mean? What? What does that mean? Well, what she, does it she mean? was the do- even though she was married, she was the dominant person. You know what I mean? She was 
the disciplinarian. She took care of the bills. She did this. She did that. You know what I mean? So she lived with a man who didn't step up to the plate. And, again, I, I think a lot of it does play a role in how we're raised and whether or not we're raised in one-parent or two-parent homes. And from okay. my experience, Mm-hmm. From my experience, like I said, my, it carried over into my marriage, and my husband mm-hmm. didn't like it. So I had to understand, I had to allow him to take his place. I had to step down because, again, that's where I came from. My mom, you, you take care of this, you do this, you do that, you, you make sure everything is taken care of this and the other, but then I was married. So I couldn't have that same mentality. Mm-hmm. So I had to understand that. And a marriage in hand is the head of the household. And as long as he has, you know what I'm saying, his relationship with God, then you, you have to you have to submit to that. So um you know, now, I'm with you. Was, I'm with you on this marriage. I'm I'm with you on this marriage portion because it was very interesting as well that the very person who introduced marriage into the thread, which is not in the photo, it just says mate. It just says uh, single, and I know that a lot of people don't define single as the opposite of being married, but single just simply means that you're in a non-committed relationship, able to take care of yourself by yourself on your own and la 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 which actually, in, in just my emperor's opinion, is synonymous with being strong. Now, I don't know why only one person decided to... Um, I don't know if they decided. I think that what they were trying to convey was a diff, an opinion that I just simply kind of, that's what I thought. And it was a guy, so I was kind of excited because I, <laughs> I I know he's a married man. I was. I was excited, like, oh, my God, he, he, he hears me. Like, he's getting um, what I'm trying to convey, and what I was trying to convey was that strength has very little to do with coupled positioning. Mm-hmm. Strength simply for me and for persons who may or may not think like me, and we're not always white, we're not right a lot of the time. If you're a strong black woman, that simply means that you're able to take care of the business that you created yourself. It mm-hmm. is no way, shape, or means that you're in competition with anybody because you are by yourself. So I almost was kind of hoping that the thread would go that way to open up the option for any man who wants a woman to prefer a strong woman because at least the capability of her folding under pressure, the capability of her not being able to step into first year if he fell out of first year. That that never even got touched. Everybody got stuck on this whole marital thing when marriage was not a part of it, and I totally understand that. But even before we get to the matrimony part, there's actually a woman who was biblically formed from man. So we understand that we came from you and were gifted to you, actually the only gift made of another living gift, everything else came from mud and being spoken, but she came from him, and for her to be strong, even if we added competition into it, why is that so bad? Why is that even competition? 
why is not why isn't it um I got my strong woman because I'm a strong man and we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Like, why is it a competition? Why, why, why can't, why do we have to take strength away from an individual who's just making things happen for themselves? Why does it have to be a negative? It's almost like the same thing when people say, oh, you got an attitude. Well, hell, everybody got an attitude. It just depends on what type attitude they have with a particular situation. But if you hear attitude and black woman in the same sentence, it's almost resoundingly negative. It never has a positive anything to it. And I think that's what's happened with the idea of strong black woman. Lawrence, are you still there? And can you, do, do you hear or, or even, would you I'm even venture to say that that's a possibility that a strong black woman, first of all, is non-threatening, but actually an advantage for a black man of any level of strength, whether he's weak or strong? I'm explaining you would even bring that up. I completely, totally agree with that. I mean, so much agree with that. I'd rather have someone that, since I'm single, I'd rather have someone who's handling theirs and I'm handling mine, Mm -hmm. and we come together and we handle it Mm -hmm. together. Um, and it is funny right. because um, I have, you know, talked to a couple people at and, and different age brackets. And I talked to this person that was young. I think I'm yeah, about 20 years younger than me, close to 20 years younger than me. She had more maturity than the ones that were older, 20 years or close to my age, and handling her business and doing what she needed to do than the ones that were close to my age. And it, it baffled me. I'm like, why is that? But it was right. also a turn on because I'm like, wow, she can she mm-hmm. can she can roll with me where I need to go because she knows how to handle mm-hmm. herself at home and out in the streets. And it was it was it was mm-hmm. such an attraction. I said, wow, I'm gonna have to keep her. So mm-hmm. it, that that little that little difference. What you say? I say, please keep her. Because when you, uh, because just think about, because this is, and I promise you, this is how I have always thought. I couldn't ever understand why people were so against the strong black woman thing. I do understand the other part. But imagine if you are a man and just get real. And a black man right now, it's, it's hard for him to just make things work, period. Imagine if you had that little humble submissive, waiting on you to tell her what to do kind of personality of woman. Not only are you going to be worried about self and your role and provision and feel threatened um, of maybe just walking away from that situation, when you have a black woman who's strong enough that's been handling it and all she has to do is change gears without disrespecting your manness. Now, I understand that because, you know, this whole humble thing, I think some women are have a lot of mouths. I, I may have to admit that I'm in that category, but I would never, ever, and never have I. Never. You will, if I ever have a man, you're going to know it because what? I'm going to shut up. You'll be like, why she ain't Why she ain't got this same mouthpiece that she has before? And it's because I'm representative of self right now. And I will, I cannot, I cannot be, the empress of an empire and a radio show and a, and a single parent and be humble 
and almost subservient to whatever the whims of the other people in this world would be. I would not have anything. I would not be anything, and I could not even attract anything. I would think that that would be an attractive thing. But if I'm wrong, let me know, Lawrence. If I'm wrong, well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm I'm know. I'm only I'm speaking from experience. I've actually was married before, and since I was married, I was actually mm-hmm. married to the humble the humble girl, the one who wouldn't speak up, mm-hmm. who one was shy, who who wouldn't go different places. And what happened is mm-hmm. I'm I'm out here at that time I was ministering in different churches and things like that. I needed her to be there and to be strong because of the the women who were trying to come on to me. So I needed her to be mm-hmm. next to me. But she was humble, she was shy, beautiful inside and out. But that's not what I needed mm-hmm. to where I need for my destiny. So automatically mm-hmm. that that was one edge that sort of sort of led us to moving apart from each other. Not the big edge, but it was mm-hmm. something that broke it. So I was married to the humble. I don't want that. I don't need you to hold mm-hmm. your guard, hold your end, and I hold my end, and let's do this together. I don't, we don't got, I don't got time mm-hmm. to be playing around. If you're with it, you're with it. If you're not, leave. That's how it needs mm-hmm. to be. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm some men, I'm some men you, can't handle that. It's beautiful that you can actually say that, and it's also beautiful that our female caller was on the line who said that she recognized she recognized, I'm not talking about her husband came to the table saying, now you're going to have to shut up, you have to be humble, and you have to be submissive now, or else I'm not going to deal with you. No, what she said was she realized that she came to the table with some characteristics that needed to change in order to enhance their relationship. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. and I don't want to speak for her if you're still there, did you not, if I'm not, I can just guess that did you not see where you were in the way of him feeling the man that he is in the relationship. Did you not feel like you just needed to pull yourself back or did he put you back? And I'm, and I, I don't no. want you to, okay, what, what happened? Tell us what happened. Well, you know, our, our marriage was just kind of, it. you know, at that place, like we were headed for divorce. Like, I mean, just mm-hmm. we had moved out. I got my own place. He moved his own place. And, you know, but mm-hmm. that it was just to a point to where I had to stop blaming, one, I had to stop blaming him from everything. And, two, I had to realize, mm-hmm. okay, you're not perfect either. You got to get yourself together. Right. And once I realized mm-hmm. I had to get myself together, then, of course, I started to, you know, just really ground myself in the word and, you know, really just, Build my relationship with God, and you know, God was okay. You got to, you got to come down, you know, because how mm-hmm. can you pray for, you know, what I'm saying for for God for me to do what I need to do with Him, but you got to get you together. So I had to, I had mm-hmm. to work on me, and I had to come down those notches so that He could mm-hmm. get to where He needed to be. So yeah, ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something. I, it wasn't something that He forced that my husband forced me to do. It was something that I know that I needed to do so that my husband can take his place and do what he needs to do to lead our family. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I can't tell you the details of her story because she called in just like the rest of y'all. But it makes perfect sense to me, and it makes sense to a lot of different other types of situations and relationships when you step back and you just take the labels and things off of it. When I I decided to do this show, I I was thinking like, why are so many people 
like myself, you know, and I'm not actually searching for a mate. I'm just getting comfortable with who I am by myself. And sometimes the pressure to try to create the atmosphere that these guys come with blueprints, they tell you everything. They tell you, I prefer a woman with no lashes, no makeup, no hair. I prefer that she wear dresses most of the time. And what happened, actually, is that I was being complimented. I know that I got issues with being complimented. And this guy said, you know what, you really don't need to wear makeup. Now, mind you, I had on all <laughs> my makeup. So immediately I went into defense mode, and I'm like, how are you going to tell me? And, and, and he's, a, he's just a friend, but to compliment someone means to state where you feel about that person in the state that they're in. But when you immediately come into a conversation telling them the opposite of where they are, it's really not a compliment anymore. So that's what Create to Make came from. Why is it that in other situations we go full steam ahead, wide open with understanding exactly what we want, but with relationships we don't? Prime example, I was talking to another friend of mine who sells cars, and he says, and he admitted that people will come to the lot and tell him, I don't want a car unless it is a four-door, a five-speed, a hatchback in this color or that color. And they will absolutely leave because they need a car in a two-door sports edition with two tires you know what I'm saying? Like they will change everything about what they want simply because they also want a car. It is that much so true in relationships. And there are some things you've got to know to do with relationships. And people can get this when it comes to professional uh, arenas, when it comes to what you do in your workplace, because professional success requires that you do certain things. There are certain things that you have got to do whether you like it or not in order to be successful. And I want to go, I got, let me see how many steps I got. I want to, I want you, anybody that has anything to say, to say those things now, because I don't almost talk us all the way down to two hours. And I don't think I had that much to say tonight, but there's been such great information on the line. It's not just me, it's you. I got eight things that I want to share with you uh, at the end of the hour uh, with regard to what you have got to do just to have very sound relationships because, believe it or not, you either are going to know exactly what you want and and only accept that or you're going to start creating a mate like you at build a Bear. You're going to start taking down and changing things in order to what you have because how many people on the line, married or not, would agree that there are some things that you said you absolutely would not have and you ended up accepting that. Lawrence, I know you have got to have an example of that or of my other caller, 9124. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, that's just realistic. There is nobody yeah, I, on this line who got yeah, exactly I, I was, what they have. I, I'm a, Go ahead. I think, I think what happens is and a lot of times people give their preferences of what they want in a relationship and not what they really not what they really want. So we always send our like we send in a relationship, we send our sorry about that, hold on. We send our representative out there and not our real self. Same thing when we're looking for a relationship, we send our preferences or what we preference what we think we want and not what we really, really desire want. And so I I mean mm-hmm. an example of that I was in no way I was gonna date somebody that's twenty years old, but here twenty years younger than me, but here I am doing that. 
and it worked. Really? Really? Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Let me tell you why. Because, you know, if I dated someone 20 years younger than me, that would make them 20-something. And that is just so statutory for me because there's some things that a 20-something-year-old for me, it's not fair. Like, it's just not, for me, it's just not fair. But it's not wrong if that's what you choose, and especially when you stop locking. Can you imagine if you had kept to that rule that was not allowing you to have the end result of not having that rule? Can you imagine not being happy just because she happened to be that much more? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you strike out a whole lot of extra people when you, when you do that. And, but at the same time, if you're not honest, if you're not honest about what you will and will not have, and if you don't even know what you want, you can't ask for nothing. Like, it kills me. Um, I don't date women who aren't physically fit. Well, I need you to hang up with me because guess what? I'm not going to go to the gym. Like, I'm not going to the gym not for you. If I, I used to go to the gym all the time, and I did it for me, and it felt so good, and I fooled around and lost some weight and then thought I was hot and sexy. But it wasn't for the point of I got to do this because this is what dude wants. And what happens is guys and girls, you know, we both do it. We do it just so that we can get them. He says he don't like nobody that wear pants all the time. He like women who wear skirts. Baby, I done pulled out all the dresses I had, switch around, trying to have my legs glossy. Because that's what he said he liked, and that is not the representative of who I was on on my regular Sharon day. Like we we misrepresent ourselves. Anybody else have anything else to say before I go through quickly these little eight I, steps? The most this is something I used. This is something I just something I truly believe. The most sexiest mm-hmm. thing a woman can do is to be comfortable mm-hmm. in her own skin. The most sexiest. Mm-hmm. The most lovely, lovely thing, loveliest or lovely thing a woman can do is to be comfortable mm-hmm. in her own skin. When she is that, it doesn't matter what she wears or how what weight she is. When she's comfortable in who she is, she attracts mm-hmm. the right person easily. When she's not saying that she mm-hmm. doesn't, but when she's comfortable mm-hmm. in that, that's the most sexiest mm-hmm. thing there is. Mm. Well, I feel like I'm real. I mean, I and I be looking the most, and I'm going to tell up some English right now. I be the most toe down <laughs> when I feel at my most self. When I have to do some a whole lot of extra stuff, it just makes for me having to almost perform sometimes. And, like, the people that I have the strongest relationships, not even romantic or anything, when, when they get me at my barest, when I'm just plain and I'm just, you know, doing something just that I would normally be doing or wearing something that's not for an event or just half toe up just because I ain't, I ain't got to the hair. When you see me in that place, I'm very comfortable. And I think that's one of the other things. We put on so many airs to try to be at our best, and I, I understand that. But when someone truly uh, uh, is attracted to you with where you are and how you are, flaws and all. I asked one of my friends to post a video of that, and he did on Facebook. His name is Jonathan Feist. Go look at him. Boy, I can sing. Like, it's ridiculous. 
and he's so super shy when the gift is just so evident. And he said, "It's just this is the way I am, you know, just the way that I see other people." And we and he compares himself to other artists. I'm sure when he is stupid gifted, like like he has no idea. And on just a flyby. Uh, sing this song and post a video of that. He does 14 seconds. I said, do at least two minutes because people want to hear more of your voice, even though you don't believe it. You know, he does it, and then it immediately starts to climb from 700 hits to 1,000 hits. I mean, it happens all the time. When people are at their rawest and at their, their most comfortable point is when the truth of you comes out. And that's, I think, when you can really find a mate. If you're looking for somebody that's going to be on point all the time, 100% of the time, you are not going to find them. Um, You're going to be in search. And one of my other friends told me today, he said, you're going to be in practice. You're going to be taking the assignments for the test. And an assignment is different than a test. The assignments are just a little bitty mini quizzes that test you from what you just came out of or you just read. You know, I, I got friends who are teachers, and so they would understand when you tell them to go and read a chapter, that chapter could be an experience with a woman in, in this case, and then you come back and you test your assignment from it, and you have nothing that you learn, you are bound to repeat that same thing over and over and over again. So when people say, oh, I've been treating, I've been picking the same kind, baby, you ain't learning the lesson from the assignment, so you'll never get to the test. Let's get to these little uh, little tidbits of information on how to build extraordinary relationships. And the first is to take a hit. You are going to have to understand that you are not going to be right all the time. You are going to have to take a, a hit. Sometimes whatever the issue is, regardless of who was actually at fault, you're going to have to take a hit. And if you're not willing to take a hit, I ain't saying be abused. I ain't saying let somebody take advantage of you. If you're not willing to take a hit, you're not ready for a relationship. Number two, step into whatever you want without being asked. Like some people wait on cues. They got to wait to the third day before they say, you know, that you're beautiful. They got to wait to the fifth month before they have sex. They got to wait for you to actually talk about marriage to even tell him that you really want to be married. That's crazy. And if you did that in any other place in your life, you would be called a procrastinator when you're assured. Now, if if you're not sure, you can't do that. If you're not sure, you cannot do that. Now, people who build extraordinary relationships pay attention to what people need, and before they even ask for help, they're offered it. So you have to step into what what is needed before it's even being asked. Ask the questions that are not being, I mean, answer the questions that are not being asked. Sometimes the most important of what you need to do is insinuated. And I was telling somebody um, that today, omissive truths are just as powerful uh, as permitted truths. Like somebody tell you all of this extra stuff, and it's a little blank part where you need to really focus. Somebody who said, oh, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, so happy, 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 and really, are you really happy is the question that you really should be asking. So your inner self will sometimes give you cues as to what you really need to ask. Now, this is my issue. This is my issue right here, and I know this one is mine because I know it. 
know when to dial it back. You know, when you have uh, people who are extremely outgoing, uh, who are in stressful situations, who work in challenging environments, who are charismatic in their personalities, sometimes they, I'm going to say we, I'm going to say it, sometimes we have a, a problem with stopping the expressivity in our individuality. Like who I am as Sharon and who I am as the Empress cannot be in every single relationship that I have and everything that I share because it will make the truth of that relationship invisible. It'll always be about being followed. It'll always be about being in charge. Um, Just like our female caller tonight, you have to understand that that's not going to work in this particular situation. I need to come back to myself, see what's going on, and then regroup. Now, that's when you care about a relationship. If you don't care about it, just keep on being yourself. Just let it keep spilling out. Just keep being individual and see where that gets you. Number five, prove they think of others. It says to act on your thoughts rather than just saying that you're having a great relationship. If you're just thinking about the people that you say you love and you're not actually doing anything to prove that love or to prove that you want to be in a relationship with that person, then you're just being passive. It's like it's just a it's like a just you know do stuff just because. If you do stuff just because, it speaks volumes. It doesn't have to be connected to a particular date. You know, some people have anniversaries of the time that they broke up, the time that they uh, broke up the last time, the time that they met, their first kiss, those sorts of things. Those are predictable. But when you do things just because. There's nothing other significant around it except for that I want to do this for you. I want to be here for you. I ain't got to wait for you to take a vacation to come see you. I'm coming thinking about you. And it ha- and it's, it needs to be genuine. And when that happens in that way and a little bit every day, you don't have to be dramatic. You don't have to do anything extraordinary because it's simply because you can. This is a big one realizing when you've acted poorly. Now, if you have a problem with admitting that you can be wrong, you're going to have a problem with every type of relationship that you have, and particularly those that are intimate or in a relationship that is like a marriage or a uh, committed relationship. Most people apologize when their actions have been called into question. Let me say that again. Most people apologize after they've been called to the carpet. But if you are able to recognize when you've been out of order and you handle that before anyone else notices and anyone else has to ask you for it, you can build a relationship almost from, from nothing. When you are willing to say, you know, I was clowning, like I was cutting the book and there was no excuse for that. I own that, and I'm really sorry, and, and and don't let that happen again. When you can do that, when you can realize when you've acted out of order, you don't have to push away blame. You learn how to, to own your own wrongs, which makes you a more honorable person for that other person who wants to interact with you. And it, and, and it can actually be a roadblock. When people get out of order, and they never come back and say that they're sorry. Everybody know you get clowning. But ain't nobody going to say nothing. It makes for a hard way for people to build good, consistent relationships with you. 
And then it's the last two are give consistent but occasional something. A great relationship is mutually beneficial. You don't want to be in a relationship where you are the only person who's giving. The other person never gives back to you. You want to create communications that means something for you, but also means something for someone else. Nobody wants to be with somebody who you got to build up all the time and you don't ever get anything from. You may as well be by yourself. And the last one is to value the message by always valuing the messenger. When someone speaks from a position of authority to you or someone who speaks as a lead, like your husband or your wife to you, you need to value what that person says. When you automatically discount what that person is saying, you remove the ability, one, for you to get good advice, and for two, that you value what that person has to say. And nobody should be that discountable that you've chosen to be in your life. Like, that that's just huge. I think we had a good show. What do you think? I enjoyed it myself, and now I'm gonna have to go back, and I'm gonna have to um read and 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 see if there's anything that I missed because I think there's always something to to learn. There's always something to give, and I do this because it gives back to me. I was able to hear the words, and I say a lot of things here on the show for the purpose of reading them out loud and putting them out in the atmosphere because then it takes on an energy so that I can absorb those things back for myself. I am in no way, shape, or form perfect. Who I am and what I am and what I do is not just, you know, the best. I don't make all of the best uh, decisions, but what I do do is I try to uh, learn from what I have done before, understand why I did what I did, me, not blaming nobody else. I think that was the most powerful thing that was said tonight is where a wife could see where she was also uh, impeding a relationship that, you know, he may not have been all wrong or right, but she admitted that there has to be something that I'm doing in this too if this is a togetherness. Like, that's huge. Like, a lot of people, they don't ever get that. Like, they never get that. They go round and round and round, and they want to play as if things are great when they're really actually not. What you can do is learn better, and once you learn better, you can do better, and then things change. I think that that's, that's the whole bottom line of it. If you can um, be a better person, you can offer something better to um, your partner. Um, I am a strong black woman, which means that I have the ability to do the things that I have to do to make my life work. Um, I would love to have someone in my life that would make my life uh, happier, but I don't need someone in my life just to make my life work because I'm doing that as well. Anytime you bring two working you know, situations together, it should get better. Nobody should be added to your life and then it's still bad. Like, you still, you still can't do things. And a lot of times we go straight to the physical needs and the basic, you know, survival kit kind of things. But besides that, if someone comes into your life and they don't make you feel good about being who you already are, not turning you into no doggone butterfly, I'm already going to be a butterfly. You could just be there to help watch me fly. 
you know, or help uh, me when my wing is hurt a little bit. And if you need me, I need to be strong so that I can help you. I don't want to be a weak person where I have to wait until I get instructions from someone. And that's not what I think a lot of the men meant, but the insinuation of being humble and being submissive and people just throwing those words out consistently always summates to be hush and let me do this. When if it was good for a man to be without a woman, it wouldn't have been written the opposite way. It is a good thing for you to have one. And she is not just there passively waiting on you to do something for her. She's there to be a strength and a backbone and a help to you. Quick commercial. Be Listen, right have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. Appreciate you all coming and listening to me tonight. Not sure when the next show will be, but you'll be able to find it on Facebook. I am the Emperor Super. My website is back up and running, so please visit, drop a line or something. Let me know what you think about it. We're going to start feeding into there. I was thinking about leaving Facebook and just working from my thread, but there's just too much availability to people and situations and things that really matter to leave at this point in time. How about that? Going to close the show with a song. I think this is what this song is. and If not, then just forgive me. Listen to the lyrics of this song.
ego. That was my insecurities and my ego. Missed my jump shot, missed my free throw. Missed the way we kissed, missed the D.O. Man, it was good while it lasted. That shit wasn't real, it was magic. If it was a record, it would have been classic. But fuck you, though. Orgasmic. This is what I gotta do to keep me from falling. Stalling the truth. Who knew what you would do if I let you in? My mama ain't raised no fool. I, I'm not your usual typical type. Who would protect me if I never hide? Falling so fast, I'm afraid of you. Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you.